I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God, no! And, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. Do you do you realize that in well, this summer, we will have been doing this podcast for 10 years. 10 years. Doesn't seem possible, does it? No. No. I can tell, I can wow. tell tales in just a moment, but I did want to give you props on one thing because uh, you have been telling me about this guy for a while, and I've been mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. I've been sleeping on him. His name is David Finley. Yeah. I had a chance to see uh new japan's wrestle kingdom and new year's dash and i'm completely sold i was sleeping on this guy this guy to me what i saw with him he he feels like a game changer he feels like you sign this guy you book him correctly and he changes the game that's the key booking him correctly that's the whole key I mean, you can't just get in there and, you know, just sign him and all of a sudden he's going to just be the guy and start selling T-shirts and shit. No, you have to actually no, 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 no. make him not look like a jabroni. That's one of those things that happens. But I was I was very impressed. Kind of, kind of think L.A. Knight, you know. Think uh, Sean Ricker. Yeah. Think Eli yeah, I mean, once you get L.A. Knight, once you get L.A. Knight out of Mountain Dew pitch black matches, then all of a sudden, guess what? What about Guess that? what? He starts getting over like a motherfucker. <laughs> it's crazy how that happens, huh? It's amazing. Jesus. One of the stories I like to tell from the first 10 years of this podcast is something that happened. Oh, I don't know when this has been six or seven years ago. What is this? 2024. This is uh, when uh, we went to war with Vince Russo and the people yeah. of the realm network. We started out with these bunch of jabronis at the realm network. Mark Gronick being the key jabroni, but also his buddy Lowell, Lowell Meltzer. And Michael Elston, who was known as Buzz Burbank on the Don and Mike show. And uh, they, and this is completely and totally Adam Chirac's fault, whose name I never mention anymore because he's just an insufferable dick. Just the biggest troll clinging to my nutsack ever. Uh, But uh, all of a sudden, for some reason, Vince Russo was doing things incorrectly on his own website and his webmaster locked him out. So he needed a place to go. And Chirac goes, well, hey, why don't you talk to these guys of the Realm Network? We're doing stuff with them and not getting paid. So, um, <sighs> jeez, that was the catalyst. So, uh, that was the that was the the old striking of the match. And I'll be I'll be completely and totally fair. They signed uh, Russo up, and he started doing shit. And we we were friendly with him, and we had a good relationship with Vince Russo. And he came on our our podcast, and. and he said nice things about us, and 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 in the very beginning, things were copacetic for I don't know a year or so. Yeah, and then he turned into he was on twice. He was on us. He's on a couple of times, and we were yeah. and we were nice to him, and he was nice to us, and we yeah. had a good relationship, bro. Yeah, they were actually right. pretty good shows, to be brutally honest. If you really they were, it was fun. And then he the started window. being a homophobic dick, like he normally is, because you know he's all about the Lord. I'm all about the Lord. I get the Lord so much. He loves you. 
Uh, I, I remember it was about, I think they were talking about, uh, maybe it was Mandy Sacamano or CJ or something. Maybe it was CJ. Wade Keller had made something about the idea that uh, maybe she wasn't that hot or something like that. Of course, Wade's, I think it's been famously put out there that Wade, Wade is an open homosexual. Uh, and then uh, Russo on, on certain occasions on his podcast goes, bro, that's not normal. That's just not normal for a guy to feel that way. So we called him out a couple of times on that. And then Ronick would send me a, a tepid text. Uh, could you not do that? It's just really, it's just not good for business. Uh, it's hurting Vince's feelings. Hmm. So I was like, eh, I don't know. I'm not really getting paid by you. Like if somebody was paying me, I kind of sort of have to do what they say. That's called a job. I don't know if you've ever done that before. Uh, yeah, I think I've, I'm a familiar. They go and they tell you, hey, you want to come in, You need to come in at 830. And you're like, I don't know. That's not going to work for me. I'm kind of tired at 830. Can we just make it like 10? And you can't do that because you're getting money from them. And you need money like to eat and pay mortgage and stuff. Live. Yeah. So this continued to go, and I just would would just whip Vince with his bullshit homophobia and transphobia, just just nonsense, just nonsense. Because Vince, you know, he's and, in, and by the way, it, it's nothing that, that that was you know just brought up out of the blue. This was no. stuff that that he had said, of course, it was and written or whatever. I mean, it was the facts were there. You were just stating the of course obvious. It's like, and then. The, and then eventually they go, okay, you you, you got to stop this or we're not going to be partners anymore. Wait a minute. Let me get this right, Mark. I'm not going to be able to publish on your platform and you're going to continue not to pay me. Huh? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Let me think about that. And we had, I had two shows. I had Brad and Britain. I also had this yeah. show. Yeah, that's right. That's on right. There and we were like, yeah, that's an easy decision to make. Nobody who doesn't pay me is going to be able to tell me what to do. <laughs> no, maybe way back when you were, we were kids or something, but you know, even the people who pay me have had trouble telling me what to do. That's the same. I was going to say the same thing, but I don't want to sound like too much of an asshole. <laughs> no, you're fine. I think that's accurate. That's a, again, a statement of fact. And then you, we like, I just would tell from time to time, I would tell Michael Elston, who's a you know, pretty big liberal and stuff still on, still on the threads. I would go, you know, it's just, fucking disappointing that you side with hate speech because this guy's making you a couple of bucks. Well, you fast forward a couple of years. Uh, and then do you remember this part of the story where Mark Ronick sells him the realm network? Yes. yes. Oh yes. Wasn't it around $12,000 or maybe it was 20. The, the old phrase Beaches in Arizona come come to it mind. Was, it was a sack of magic beams, is what it was. He sells him the Realm Network website, and sounds and Vince, great. And Vince tells the story. He goes to his wife. We got to do this. We got to do this. Is the greatest. And it, I want to say it was like, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you say they like scraped together their pennies and yeah, they broke up in piggy banks and shit. Yeah, they went in the couch cushions and shit. Yeah, yeah, all that. I want to say it was like twelve thousand, but it may have been twenty. But it was like, let me explain to you. As little as I know about the internet, you can like make a website for like eight grand. 
you can like go make your own website, go to GoDaddy and register the thing and you know, all, all that shit for like he bought something and then it didn't work. The website that he bought was a piece of shit. <laughs> Scrub brush. Now, if you say. and I if you and I go together and we buy cbssports.com and we say to cbs we're going to take this website you're buying something that has a substantial built-in you know audience it really does yeah and you can you can do stuff with it and capitalize realm network whatever that website was had nothing <laughs> and we just clowned vince for the longest time like what exactly did you buy for twelve thousand dollars <laughs> Legit like, question. Legit question. It's the if you shit in one hand and you hold the Realm Network site in your other hand, which one's worth more? <laughs> which one is actually worth more? Hmm. I'm still those thinking. are things. Those are things that happened to us in the first ten years, and then we had uh, who was the young lady that we had on from uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet or whatever that was. Oh. Uh... We yeah. had her on a couple of times, and then it, she was funny, and then her boyfriend got pissed off and would say, you shouldn't come on there because they're making you say sexual stuff. And what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say we haven't rated the female wrestlers in WWE at one point in time. Well, I'm not going to say we never did anything like that, but I don't think we did what that dude was saying we did. Mostly my fault. I'm going to say the whole thing with rating the asses was mostly my fault. You went along I, with I, it. You I, were man, I dove nice. right in the water with you. <laughs> you I was swimming there. around. It was, it was mostly, and I didn't realize I would be establishing a brand. I really didn't. No. Um, yeah, we had her on a couple of times. And she I wish a, I could remember her name, though. She lovely was, she girl. Was really very yeah, funny. I thought very she was funny. Great. I mean, we weren't making her do anything that she didn't want to do and didn't wasn't enthusiastically do, and that she would come back and be like, I don't know. These people, they're saying that, and I can't. And it was like her. It was weird. It was just weird. Whatever. Like, that was one of those where, where Bruce Mitchell comes back, and he goes, yeah, I talked to the guy, and he said that he banged her a couple of times, but then they broke up, and then he had an alcohol problem. And it was it was very – the whole thing was weird. So she's, so, you know, essentially she's not on our show anymore because of this dude. And now all that. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was, it was dramatic. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, God, I don't know. Things happened for was. a reason, I guess. We were, it was, uh, I think it was called the pro wrestling sheet. What were they called? That sounds God. right. And then they would, they would have these awards and they uh, nominated me for like best voice one time. And then eventually I didn't win because he didn't want me to, cause he thought I was going to bang his girlfriend, you know? Jesus. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I thought they had a pretty good little podcast too. They were there was they just like to beat up on Meltzer and Alvarez, which yeah. is fine. I don't have any problem with that. I'm I'm a good no. I'm a I proponent. If that's your brand, go ahead and do with that. And he had this the guy was weird. His name was he called himself Les Moore. There he is. There he is. He he's uh at pro wrestling on the X. Um, okay. And he had this little thing that he called he this little uh, side account called Professor Ringside, where he would just beat the shit out of Alvarez about various things because he thought that Alvarez was just not practicing journalism the way he should have been. Mm. Really, it was very. It was. I think we're all a little bit guilty of that at times, but okay. I I don't I don't beat up on I I get mad because Dave is extremely vague on stuff. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. eventually when when shit happens, he goes, "See, I told you." So you told me it could have happened six different times. Like, 
you told me I could have taken exit four, exit 12, and exit 13A. And then eventually I took 13. I told you that was going to be the one. But you also said the other ones. That's that's what gets me about him. That's so true, man. It does. I'm just, I, mean, I know. It's, it's, I know. It's like I've I've taken recently to signing up for Fightful Select with Sean Ross Sapp. And, I like um, that dude, man. He's a good guy. He really is. And it's a very interesting. They they take a different approach. They'll be like, they'll send you an email and go, hey, here's what's going on with uh, Mercedes Monet. Blah, 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 blah. And they'll just kind of, it's not like a, you know, a 5,000 word uh, newsletter every week where they just feel this like, hey, this is happening. And they'll put out some podcasts and he'll do a Q&A thing. And he's, he's very good. He'll he'll answer all the questions and he gets he gets pissed off at people sometimes and annoyed with people sometimes about stupid shit. And then he, he mostly is, is keeping, he keeps his cool on some shit. And I think he's pretty good. They do, they yeah. do a pretty good job. Did, was it, was, was it you and I, that we were, was it Russell Kane? Was, was he there? Yeah. We, was. You saw him there. Yeah. He was at Russell Kane and he said he loved it. He's going to go back every year, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm I'm enjoying all of that. So these are just some of the tales from the first ten years of the show. God, we're just that's just tip of the iceberg now. Come on. <laughs> we we started a series at one time to review the year nineteen ninety seven. I think that was God. I think it was a twenty seventeen because it was a twentieth anniversary. Twenty seventeen, yes. And eventually we ran I ran out of time to do the thing and we had Conrad on. Conrad came on. It was very nice. That was back again when Bruce Mitchell wasn't, you know, <laughs> cast from the kingdom. Yeah, just yeah, cast from the kingdom. Yes, I just uh, you know we we just passed the anniversary of Brody Lee's passing, and I just thought I was putting out there to several threads and stuff on Instagram, going, "You guys ready to give this thing up with Bruce, or are you going to just carry this on?" You just go, yeah, come on, man. Because I'm really not sure. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't know Brody Lee. I didn't know him at all. But I just don't know if he would really want you to keep carrying this on because I don't think what happened was so bad. But if you guys want to continue to have this incredible hard on against him and he's canceled from everything in the world, that's fine. But I don't know. yes, that is very true. That I told is very I told Bruce annoying. he would he could come to WrestleCade, and if anybody tried to attack him, that I would definitely uh, you would you would protect him. I, I mean, would. I was, I I was would. volunteering you. I would. I wasn't going to do it. But you know. well, yeah, thank you. But you know, I, I've had practice. I told you with Bathroom Brad. <laughs> yes, down at the ROH show in Concord. <laughs> was another one that was the brad shepherd incident down there <laughs> and when it when, when he you... said he saw bruce there remember and he said he saw him and he said he saw him from a distance and it was in the bathroom that's how he got the name bathroom brad because he's standing in the damn bathroom saying i oh, see bruce there he is over there what was he what was he saying i'm gonna get you bruce i'm gonna get I'm gonna, you i'm gonna get you what i'm gonna get mean? you hey what is it have me that toilet paper <laughs> she's like calling him I'm out like get you bruce. Like it's West Side Story or some shit. Boy, boy, crazy boy. He's like. Like half the Coliseum breaks out into sharks and the other ones break out, out into fins, you know. The jets are going to rock tonight. <laughs> I want to live in America. You know, we know a little too much about this musical for heterosexual males in our fifties. I think we know a little uh, too much about. Thank it. you for clarifying that. Yeah, yeah, I think we know a little too much, but it's fine. That's all right. I got. Well, I'm looking at West Side Story in my DVD collection right I got, now. I got it. Okay. I got it in mine as well. The great thing about that one is I got the deluxe edition. It's got the. There's an actual intermission that runs for like I don't know five minutes. So you go take a piss or something. Thing just keeps going. 
Wow. Yeah, it does. There's an intermission on that. I think, I think My Fair Lady, they do that too in the actual motion picture. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> everybody, That's head to the cool, lobby, actually. grab some popcorn. <laughs> so these are just some of the fine memories we've made over the first 10 years of this podcast. Do we have uh, Kenny Bolin on a couple times? God damn, Kenny. Another one of those Star Maker Bolin things. And this is before, you know, again, this is just Vince Russo being the Donald Trump of, of wrestling as he ruins everything. Um, this is before Kenny Boland started aligning himself with, uh, you know, with, with Vincent James Russo. This was, uh, when the whole thing, this was before all of this happened, but we had, we, and we couldn't get him to shut up because we were trying to promote his oh fucking my book God. and we eventually had to just disconnect like, and he yeah, goes, like, he goes, click, he goes, Hey, is this thing live? And I went, no, no, it's a podcast. He goes, I know what a podcast is. I invented podcasting, you motherfucker. I, 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 you know, it's like Jesus Christ. Why don't you? Yeah, invent, we're off like, to a great start. Why don't you inventing invent like skipping a meal or a protein shake, motherfucker? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you that know. might be a tad more helpful to you. So then, when when Jimmy's going through that whole thing, uh, where Vincent James Russo decides to issue the restraining order, remember that thing in Indiana? Yes, yes. I guess Jimmy was two hours away he's, from him jimmy still is he's probably still selling it on his website probably isn't he? probably and i can't now that i know what i know i know a little bit more about law enforcement than i used to i can't believe that anybody ever issued that fucking thing i can't believe that a legitimate government entity issued a restraining order from somebody who was two and a half hours away i can't the whole thing was just stupid and then that's when kenny kind of starts speaking up and start cozying up to vince russo and he goes uh I don't know, man. You ought to watch yourself. I ain't heard Jimmy talk about this with anybody else. What are you fucking talking about? He talks about this with everybody else. He talks like he's going to murder everyone. Everybody. Jesus Christ. He's, I mean, he's. Ugh, I mean, he goes into it. details like talking about scooping eyeballs out. No, I mean, just everything. All that's everything. I mean, that's like the guy that gets, God damn, you put mustard on my burger. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to go, damn, kill your mother. Put her in a shallow grave. God damn. That's part of the deal. And it's like with the when when he was fucking he destroyed KC's automobile there in Tennessee over there. You know he's been arrested a few times for this shit, but he's never ah, stupid. I know it's just stupid. And and now and of course Vincent James Russo ruining a, a completely perfect uh, childhood friendship. You know James that that uh, fucking Jimmy Cornette had had with Starmaker Bowling. Yeah, they went back so a long ways, long time ago. Worked together in Ohio. You just know, shows it just yeah. shows to go you there. Jimmy's real friend as a child was Weasel Dooley, no matter what anybody says. Weasel Dooley, the man who invented the star rating system for wrestling matches. Good old Weasel. Uh, he was the man. He was the guy. And even David and even Meltzer will admit that, but he calls him Norman. He won't call him Weasel. <laughs> I think I'd rather be called Weasel. <laughs> Oh boy, where do things stand for you right now in 2024 as we begin the year uh, in in professional wrestling? Well, um, I, it really hasn't changed too much from um, in the last couple of months. To be honest, I'm still uh, very intrigued with with uh, WWE stuff. Um, just all kinds of good stuff going on there. Uh, it's AEW, man. I, I mean. Uh, it's got some high points once in a while, but I, it just doesn't hold my interest anymore. I mean, I, right. I, I'll watch it. I mean, if it's on, if I, you know, record it or watch it live, I, I just, 
I just more or less have it on in the background most of the time. It's hard to keep much interest in it. I don't watch stuff thoroughly like I do really with WWE now. Well, I did, I did. Again, we don't we don't do this as uh, much as we did as far as, as the consistency of it because we have lives now. Um, but did you? Well, how did you? Feel, how did you feel about the payoff of the whole devil situation? No, God, I forgot about that. That was. You know, it's, it's, I don't know about you, but I, I it's about what I expected. It would yeah. be the whole, you know, the whole gasp of the audience. Then everybody's like, uh, well, you know, yeah, we knew it was, you know, it was just, it was so, oh God, just anticlimactic as hell to me. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and, and and if if all this would have happened and they would reveal the devil a little bit earlier, because I don't know if you remember, and and I don't mean to sound like Meltzer when you're talking about <laughs> him doing this, but I did kind of say this that way back when uh, the Roddy thing really first started and he was being annoying and coming in right when he came back, you know, from wherever he was injured or whatever, and he started doing all this shit, and I said. I don't know who the devil is, but I, it has something to do with Roddy. I don't know what, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying it's Adam Cole. It might be Britt Baker because, you know, back then there, a lot of people thought it was Britt Baker. <clears throat> um, but, I, you know, I did say that. So I, I do want to take a little bit of Yeah, you got your marker down on that one. Uh, but, you know, but but seriously, I, I, I just thought it was, like I said, anticlimactic and – and what do you do now? I mean, MJF is like supposedly out for several months. So what do they do? What What's their point now? I thought all of them were together to take care of MJF, including Wardlow. So now that MJF's gone, what are they all going to do? It's. I thought they paid it off about as well as they could based on how they'd kind of screwed it up or strung it along for such a long time. I guess mm. they did about as well as they could. It turned out to be. I guess. It, was, it was okay. It was a B minus. I mean, I think. Considering everything, the way that I mean, I, I didn't think there was a good way to do it per se. And, and you make the the salient point that MJF, who is their their big draw to me, um, going to be gone for a while. And how do you deal with that? I know all of the AEW fans who are completely off their rocker and all this shit. Uh, the point why they sold out Greensboro. I mean, it's great. I think Sting's retirement match really kind of sold out Greensboro. So I guess if we can just get Adam Copeland to retire. Maybe sometime this summer we could probably sell out somewhere, and maybe Christian Cage will follow him, and he'll retire. And we can get a Jericho match, and we can probably sell that one out too. I mean, if yeah, if you get a bunch of retirement matches strung out together, you'll probably end up sh selling out a bunch of different places. I would think. probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they how, what the Charlotte um, situation looks like. I don't know how many tickets they have for that for that dynamite. Next I, week. I thought I saw that they were doing okay, and I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm really not here to shit on those guys. I mean, a lot of times they do some good shit that I like. But when they trip over their own dicks, I'm kind of obligated to go, hey, they're tripping over their own dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, and, I, and I admire you for saying that, but I got to tell you, man, and, and I really try not to hold grudges. And I don't know if you call this a grudge, but I, I, I can't shake the whole punk thing, man. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm the fun, that's the funny thing is like, usually I would be the guy who you would be like, dude, you're really taking this punk thing too far. <laughs> And now you're, you're right. turning you're turning into me with this. You're, shit. you're right, man. But you're hey, you're not wrong. Let me I, just say that I, first of all. 
Well, you know, you know, here's the thing. It's like I kind of get over it, and then I look online and on on X or Threads or something. And I see somebody make some damn comment negatively about punk, the same old <laughs> bullshit. And I'm like, it just fires me back up again. And it's I'm like, like it, look at what's happened ever since he's come back. I mean, not it, it's huge. It's massive. He's had this great match with Dominic. He's gone to NXT when he didn't even have to. Hang on, I got to get my little power cord here for just a moment. I wasn't paying attention to things. Uh-oh. Now I got it. Yeah, there we go. Now we have power. I, he, he's, he's gone down there, down to NXT, on his own dime, of his own accord, without even needing to be there. And he's taken pictures and shake, he shook hands, and he's congratulated people, and he's worked at the Performance Center with these kids. <laughs> they're saying that his i mean it may be cynical he's trying to get the 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 sean michaels job at some point to be the guy at nxt so you might go well he's just trying to position himself he's doing all kinds of shit he doesn't have to do he's showing up backstage when he doesn't he's been beyond the model citizen right yeah he's like it's like after oj got acquitted if oj would have built like a clinic for sick people <laughs> And treated 10,000 people a day. You'd be like, well, you know, he did murder his wife and that guy. But I don't know. He's built a clinic. He's being a good guy. He's trying. And it's not like CM Punk murdered anybody. No. No. He played nursemaid nursemaid to a bunch of bitches for a while. He may have have murdered Jack Perry's career. Oh, uh, have you seen the memes with them putting Cat Williams in the CM Punk spot next to Tony Khan at the press conference? Is no. that funny as shit? That's perfect. Have you have you heard the Cat Williams thing? Yeah, several times. I it's great, right? Man, it's just it's 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 CM Punk, and it that's is. what it is. What it is? It's it a, is. It's a it's pipe bomb. It's the Cat Williams shoot video. It's exactly what it is. And he's like, and like most of it is pretty. Like there's some of the stuff that was on there. Like I don't know if he read ten books a day when he was like eight, but okay, okay, fine. That's good. That's all right. I don't know if there was really an Illuminati party. Like. Hey, can you and Ludacris come to this Illuminati party? And one of you is going to get a lot of money, and the rest of the other one's going to be like, I don't know, fucking the ass. <laughs> See, I don't know if that happens. And I don't roll know the dice. Know. We just don't know yet. Who are these Illuminati people, and where is the party? And are there heavy hors d'oeuvres? Do you have to bring your own booze? I, I just these are things I wonder. These are things yeah. that I wonder. Yeah, I got you. I'm fine. I, I understand. <laughs> So, like, you can hate on CM Punk all they want to, and they, the only thing that they really have left is you just wait, you just wait. It's just a cancer. He's just like, there's not much more that you could have done perfectly for this guy since he's arrived on scene. It, it's all been unbelievable. They can they can bitch about well, you know, that first appearance he made on Raw, he didn't really say how much. Well, the Randy Orton match ran over and his time was cut. I almost, as I've said before, I believe that was kind of a test to see if he would freak out. And the more you say it, the more I want to believe it. (laughs) It's like, and and he didn't, and he was fine, and he's done nothing but draw fucking money and sell tickets and sell merch because he's there to make money, not to make friends. That's a shoot, baby. And you wonder also, like, if he brings his wife back, who would be amazing, by the way, if she's still able to work anything like she was, she would be tremendous for that division right now, especially with Charlotte out. Oh, my God. How good would AJ Lee be right now in fucking WWE? I bet she, I, I bet she's on her way back. I, I no. just have a feeling. 
He's just a cancer. Everywhere he goes, he's just a cancer. I'm sure that there are some prickly parts of his personality. He's not a perfect person. Oh, no. I'm sure that he's done he's stuff not. here and there. Uh, right now, he's having this honeymoon period and doing very, very well. He's doing very, very well. And <laughs> there's really no other way. There's no other way to look about look at it than that. I'm, I'm, I'm into looking at other people's points of view. And like, oh, you got a point there. There's... If you're still that guy in AEW who's bitching about that guy, you're doing exact you're doing exactly what you accuse the WWE people of doing. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, and it's pretty funny because I think they said it looks like some somebody said Samoa Joe after winning the title, after beating MJF because MJF's got to go away for a while. It looks like maybe his first feud is going to be with Hook. That's what it looks like. What? Yeah, there's like a, a video or something like Samoa Joe and Hook is like going to be a thing. Ah, uh, I don't. Wow, I must have missed that. That'll put the asses in the seats. Oh no! God. Now, see, I like Joe. I like Joe as champ. That's one thing I do like about AEW right now. No, it's great. I mean, but he's like who? But Hook is, guy, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can who can go with him? There's not that many dudes that can go with him right now. Like. If, if they would have done Wardlow the way they yeah. should have done Wardlow, he would have been a guy who you would see having a pretty good feud with with with, uh, with Samoa Joe right now. See, it's stuff like that that, that, that it's it's almost like death by a thousand cuts with them for me. Yeah. You know, with effing up Wardlow, you know, they, it, just, just God dang, taking Elias and the hell out of him is what yeah. they did, you know? And they did. And, and, and let's see who, and I'm tired. Another, this is, well, this is just a personal thing, but I don't, I, I just don't see how Riho is, is such a big draw for them. I, I can't, I can't believe she is a draw for them. Now, now people can say Katana chance and Caden Carter, if they stack, if they stand on each other's shoulders, they're maybe six feet tall. You know, <laughs> I get that. I understand. But for one thing, they've got a little meat on their bones. They can, they're very uh, agile. They, they're athletic and, 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 and all as hell. I mean, they're just gymnastic type moves all over the place. So, I mean, I see how they can get away with doing things and being kind of on the smaller side. Riho is just a, she, she's freaking 50 pounds dripping wet, man. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm sorry. I just don't buy her and Layla Hirsch too. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Layla Hirsch. I know we hadn't seen her in a hot minute, but while we're on the subject, um, I just want to throw her in there, but I don't even know what the deal is with her. She might be an ROH now, but, but it's just stuff like that, man. There's the Riho and, and, and the whole, and the, of course, punk. And then, then the messing up Wardlow. And I can sit here and think of all kinds of little nitpicky shit that just, doesn't seem to go away. Oh, I got another one. I got another one. The production of, of dynamite. Tell me when the last time you saw a dynamite or a collision or a rampage, especially dynamite because it's live <clears throat> Well, collision is too, but particularly dynamite the, the, there's some production flaw every week. The, yeah. the, they play something wrong. Yeah. The sound goes out that goes dark for, I mean, it's just ridiculous how much it, I mean, we, I, I'm, it's, it's a joke to me now. Oh, we we bitched about the audio on that show forever. 
Yeah, yes. There's, it's always it's out of phase or it's down or they don't bleep. I mean, go fuck yourself. Like they let they let that go a couple of times and then. Yeah. I'll tell I'll tell you another thing that's happened over the past couple of weeks, and you've seen you know Tony Khan again out there doing press conferences and scrums and stuff like that, and they're just not helpful at all. No, there's they're just not enhancing the product, making people want to watch. <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> I'll say this again because some people don't watch all of these things. The Jacksonville Jaguars did not make the playoffs. Did you know that? The Jacksonville Jaguars mm. did not make the playoffs. They were they were set and ready to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah they didn't work. It didn't work out. Um, they So the past three years for the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, two years ago you had the debacle with Urban Meyer where he doesn't finish out the season. Fired with cause. Last year, made the playoffs one of the greatest comebacks in playoff history where they beat the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. And this year, they shit the bed, didn't make the playoffs. They were poised. This is one of the things they told us when they told us, he's not just a money mark, you guys. He's really been part of a management team of an NFL franchise, so you need to give this guy some credit. I know that with the Jacksonville Jaguars, with any other NFL team, any other um, organization that has any merit at all, they have a communications team, a department, people who are communications professionals. And they don't just go out there, and Shad Khan just doesn't go out there and start going, Doug Peterson can suck my dick! Because that doesn't really, that's not good. That's not a thing that happens. Like, no. The guys at the guys at Coca Cola they don't put cameras in front of the the headquarters of Coca Cola. The guy goes out. If you drink Pepsi, you're a pedophile. <laughs> See, they, they, they don't do stuff like that. They have a communications team, and they're like, we need to speak this at this way through this medium, and for us to be most effective, we need to do this. Now, if five people drink Coca Cola and it's laced with something fentanyl in Houston, and they die, we need to make this statement at this point in time. We need to in this such a time. That's crisis management crisis management what i'm saying is that tony is not the organization doesn't have effective communication tools and communications professionals because they would be telling him don't do that stop it the things that you say in the manner that you say them and the place where you choose to say them at the time that you choose to say them should do something that is helpful for the company and that's not happening. But he can't stop doing it because he wants to be a real boy, Pinocchio. What he want? He wants to be more anything else. I'm a big boy, and that's why he's wearing. Was it Tony Storm's little hat that he was wearing? Was it? Is yeah, that what I that think, was. I think that's okay. what it was. And then it looks like he looks like a douche. And See, says, I can't even recognize it on his head. I didn't. I thought I that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what it was. I think that's what it was. I'm not sure. It was just ah. probably was. It's not effective communication. It doesn't help the product. It's not what you want to be doing. And nobody can tell him that. I mean, they've they've got a legal department. I've got a payroll. I just don't, I can't believe that they don't have some sort of communications professionals that are telling him the effective way to do what you're doing is to do this at this particular time. It's hard to believe, man. I mean, it really uh, is. Well, he's just out there shooting from the hip and, this is where we are. But they sold out Greensboro. Yeah. Because it's Sting's fucking retirement match. That's exactly if, why. If Sting can have 20 more retirement matches in 2024, they'll sell out 20 more times. So you can't. 
The success story for AEW in that women's division in 2023 was Tony Storm. Give them 100 percent credit for that. I think that that bit is over now. Some people are saying it's got it's gotten old and they've overdone it. I don't think so. I think it's still. Has I don't legs. think so either. I think it's fine. I think Sky Blue is coming on at least as a sex symbol in that division and doing just. Well, fine. she's gotten better in the ring, I think too. I, I mean, think so. I think her work's gotten better too. Uh, but Anna Jay know. has gotten a lot better, I think, over the course and, of time. And look, I'm going to bend over backwards to be a hundred percent fair. When WWE grabbed Jade Cargill and made it seem like she was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then they were like, "Oh, hang on, maybe not so much." <laughs> now, if that situation had been reversed and they would have gotten, if Jade Cargill had been in WWE for a while and AEW would have gotten her, then they would have figured out, you know, she can't really wrestle. She would have already been on TV for six matches and looking stupid right now in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> At least WWE goes, "Hang on, we're going to polish her up, make her not look like shit, and let her actually be able to do a couple things before we get nuts." I saw she was uh, actually working with uh, Natalia up in the dungeon. So who's better good than Lord. that? Who could who could you ask for anybody better to train that woman? That's what I'm saying. With with the the potential Jade Cargill has, <laughs> and as 2024 dawns, if you're in WWE and you have anything to do with that women's division, and you look at Camille coming in potentially against Jade Cargill, tell me how you don't make money on that. Tell me how that's not the a money maker right there. See, I've forgotten about her. I I've, I've forgotten about Camille being a free agent. I mean, I you think that it's WWE is where she'll end up? There's I a mean, lot of rumors that they've got interest. Okay. And like I said, like you, you know, like you talked about with Charlotte being on the bench for a while, they're going to need somebody to kind of fill in. That's where I thought the I thought Mercedes would kind of come in, but apparently yeah. that thing's falling apart. But don't give up on that one because things with Punk fell apart too, and then all of a sudden they didn't. <laughs> Late right. November, they they came together real freaking quick. Well, I did notice. I don't know if you noticed this, but about the time that the talks with with uh mercedes fell apart they kind of switched up on uh on damage control a little bit and now they're more of a they're making them out to be more of a cohesive unit than, oh, than they were yeah. before that makes sense so that so i think my idea was there i think that the if she came in and she was going to come in to help bailey against damage control which i think would have been a really hot ass show uh, uh, uh series but Oh well. I would I just think having those two women, Camille and Jade Cargill, smack each other around would be so interesting. It would be something that the women's division really hasn't seen because they're both big, muscular women, very athletic, uh, great look. I think Camille's like on another level as far as working. I'm not even going to put her. I think she's miles ahead of, of Jade when it comes to working. But if they can get somebody like Natalia to help Jade catch up, I think that would just be that's that's money. Whew. That's money all you. day. And then you throw uh, people in, you know, some of those uh, those uh, girls down in NXT in there, like a like a Tiffany Stratton. You know, you make a great point. And I, I will say this about um, about AEW, uh, their women's division. The the addition of Mariah May seems to have added a charge to that one. I mean, she's got a great look and she works okay. So I think that's got some promise to it, correct? Hey, it's just booking her right is, is the key. That's once always again. The, the guy that's wearing that mink stoli or whatever the fuck he was wearing at that yeah, press conference. That's oh the guy God. that's going to be booking you. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that handed WWE like it's number one draw right now. <clears throat> uh, what do you think about Dwayne coming out? Um, 
and challenging Roman Reigns. Can't you just see Cody's just heart crumbling as Dwayne gets out there and starts challenging Roman? Can't you see Cody? It's just the saddest thing. Like <laughs> he's like he just you know it's one of those, it's hard to I'd have to show you to do it, but yeah. it's like you could see Cody like when rock comes out and especially when he says that about sitting at the head of the table and Cody's just like walking back and forth real fast, you know, with a sling in his arm, flailing his arm going, what the hell? What is this? All the fucking time. Every freaking time. Every time I come in here, something's going on. There it is. Now it's the rock. <laughs> it was supposed to be my story. <laughs> Not anymore, son. You saw Tommy boy, the Chris Farley movie, right? Yeah. When they go into the, the, um, <clears throat> When they go into the room there with the with Zelensky, and and he goes, "Hey, that's my family," and the door's closing on him. <laughs> Cody's like, "Hey, that's my dream. It's being taken from me." <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this: you you don't think that's going to be for WrestleMania, do you? You can't. I don't see how you can do it. Dwayne doesn't show up for anything less than WrestleMania. Come I'm, on, I'm you thinking it's. I'm thinking it's going to be for the, um, what's the one that's going to be in Perth before WrestleMania? Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know though, dude. I just, I, I, to me, I just can't believe they're going to let Cody go again like this, man. That's, that's, that's messed up. I don't know. I think it's, (laughs) I'm sorry, but I think that's what the deal is. (laughs) So, so wait a minute. So we think punk's going to win. The Royal Rumble. Have did did we say that? Do we have we thought that yet? Because I it's think just, it. It's as good a theory. I I can't I can't say anybody else will. I think that's that seems to me to be the most logical thing right now is that CM Punk wins it. Well, if that happens, how does Cody get? <laughs> I'm just wondering, man. I mean, he's messed up. He's all in with Shinsuke now. So I mean, I know. I, 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 know. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Shinsuke. I'm, I love the character. Don't get me wrong. I love this this character that they made Shinsuke into. But when it comes to to Cody, I'm wondering. It's like, hmm, it's it's we're almost at Royal Rumble, and he's in there yeah. fighting with Shinsuke. You kind of feel the like this eighty year old man's going to show up at some point down the road and go, "It's going to finish the story." <laughs> daughter's like 50 years old oh grandpa that's so cute you have a story you used to wrestle and you were going to get it all oh that's so cute and like liberty's like telling him here let me just get you let me get you another blanket and here's some soup that's so cute (laughs) it's just some soup i thought at one time it was going to be cody against reigns for one of the belts on one of the nights and then maybe Dwayne against uh, Roman for the other belt the other night. I thought that's what was going to happen. So you're you you still think Dwayne's going to be WrestleMania? Okay. I do, I don't see I he's too big a star. I don't see that his agent and his ego allow him for being anything but being at WrestleMania. I just don't I don't see it, and I don't know about him traveling to Australia. I mean, it's going to be. And I've seen amount of money one way or the other, Oh, wherever he shows up. If he has to go down to Australia, it's going to be just a sick, crazy, disgusting amount of money one way or the other. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> but I don't I just don't think he shows up for anything less than WrestleMania. Well, I mean, you might be right. I just I just don't see where that leaves Cody, man, unless they leaves him nowhere. He is as the, no- as the Beatles once said, he's a nowhere man. Sitting in his nowhere land, man. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's what's happening right now. Oh, uh, that's brutal. I, I mean, I guess they could do it at SummerSlam, but I mean, why would you want to end a story, something like that at SummerSlam? That's to me that. Ending the story at SummerSlam, any ending Cody's story at SummerSlam is, is is the equivalent of what you said about The Rock not doing WrestleMania. I mean, not doing anything but WrestleMania. I just, I, I, as, as big a star as he is and the way that he – I mean, I, I, I absolutely could be wrong, but I, I don't see it happening at anything other than WrestleMania. And that's uh, – and, and, and honestly, man – from now until WrestleMania, and I know Rock doesn't have to be on every freaking show between here and now and then. Anyway, that's a long time for him to build up is. something, you know, him doing other things, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know what he's got going on, really, but I figured he had something happening. Well, ever since the strike ended, I mean, he's got different right. things. Yeah, different stuff. Yeah. So... What- what did you think I of the four? Know. What do you think of the four way that they made for Royal Rumble? Uh, Reigns and Randy Orton, LA Knight and AJ. Well, that's fine. I, I mean, you know me in three ways, four ways. I'm not a big fan, but I'm with you. Uh, uh, it just tells me that Roman's going to win, basically. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They said, <clears throat> I saw uh, something from Meltzer and he said that they didn't think that Randy should go ahead and lose this quickly it was going to be one-on-one roman reigns against randy orton and they were like ah we don't think randy should lose so it may end up with aj or la knight taking the eating the pin on that one so they still again as you look forward toward wrestlemania and the hot one of the hottest acts in wwe for all of 2023 was la knight and now not only is cody over here but la knight kind of has no dance partner as well and, 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 and I don't know, man, this is, I, I guess it's a good problem to have, but when you get so, when, when your freaking roster is so stacked, like it is right now at WWE, I, I guess you're going to have that shit, you know? And, 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 and the key here is knowing how to handle those guys like the LA Knights and the Cody's and the Drew McIntyre's and the guys are, that are just like, eh just a half a level below the Reigns's and the Rollins's, you know, that how do you handle them? If you, if you can keep them hot without having them chasing a belt, then you're doing something right. And that's one thing AEW has not done. Well, they, and they got so many people in so many different factions and they've only got the two hours of programming a week, no matter what they say about rampage or collision. Um, nobody knows what's going on in collision sorry it's different now it might be a little different now because you know football season's over of course the nfl playoffs are going to kind of cock block them for the next few weeks yeah it's going to be a little bit of an issue people are whining bitching complaining kvetching and moaning about uh peacock having the exclusive on that saturday night game with the chiefs and the dolphins oh that, w- were they bitching and whining all summer all, all season long with uh amazon too it's weird isn't it it's just like the weirdest thing some I, I, that this is how I know that threads is becoming a thing. I got into a pointless argument with a guy on threads about this thing today. And it's like, I'll Venmo you the five bucks guy. And he goes, no, no, you just, you go fuck off. 
It's just another cynical cash grab for the Swifties. I'm like, why do you care about the fucking Swifties? What do you care? Let them spend 10 bucks or whatever. I'll Venmo you the $5. God, dude. You're, so, you're such a nice dude. All of those pointless conversations were always reserved for Twitter. And now they're on threads, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. You finally Threads made has made it. Threads is, is official now. <laughs> I still think this situation with figuring out where uh, raw is going to go. I think it's very interesting to look at in the opening of, of 2024. And I still think that proposed merger between Warner brothers discovery and paramount is going to got something to do with that whole situation. So yeah, keep your you eye think. on that whole thing to see how that when goes. Is, now, when is their contract up with Fox again? October, I think October, okay, November. And- and when is it? Same thing with, I think it's the same thing with Raw. I think they're good okay. to go through October, November, end of okay. October, first of November. So you, it wouldn't be as bad as far as the lame duck situation because Comcast Universal knows that they're at least getting SmackDown. They're going to have SmackDown. So if they lose Raw, which I think they were prepared to do anyway, um, I don't think there was ever in the cards for Comcast Universal to have both of those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that Disney had some interest, particularly now that Nick Khan is negotiating a bunch of shit to put that thing, put maybe Monday Night Raw on FX. We keep hearing FX as a partner, but then there's also a lot of interest possibly from Amazon and possibly from Netflix. But I think this this Paramount Warner Brothers Discovery potential merger is going to be the one that you need to really look at. I mean, there is a scenario, and this is a crazy situation that probably will not happen, but I'll just... I'll just throw it out there where they turn out that, and I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this here before or not Warner brothers discovery and paramount merge. And then as part of the deal, the federal trade commission says, uh, you got to sell that network that CBS thing. So CBS is sold to, let's just say Jeff Bezos at Amazon. And so Tony doesn't have a dance partner anymore. I think his contract is up at the end of the year. Tony doesn't have anybody in Warner Brothers Discovery signs Raw, puts it on Monday night on TNT or TBS, whoever, whichever one. And then they go, we're not going to be the wrestling network, so Tony, you're done. And then Tony puts his shit on Amazon, and then Amazon is programming CBS, so somehow they put AEW programming on the CBS television network. That's the craziest, most outrageous scenario. Well, I I mean... (laughs) <laughs> the funny thing is, I guess it could happen. Man. It's good. It could happen, but no. it's like there's like 10 different ways to jump around it. I, I truly think if they do merge, they will make them get rid of CBS. And then eventually Amazon or Netflix could gain control of it. And then Amazon or Netflix could put their thousands and thousands of hours of content, you know, on CBS. It wouldn't be a problem at all. Yeah. The thing that makes most sense for me as far as Amazon buying CBS is that they can co-brand a lot of the newscasts um, as Washington Post stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, I, you know, the the whole um, Raw to FX, I like that idea, actually. Well, yeah, it, just, it, it makes a lot more sense now to me that, again, that Nick Khan is in there because Nick Khan knows all the players. All the players right now. You, what do you think about this Pat McAfee situation uh, with Disney? 
going on right now? Is this the yeah. craziest shit in the history of the world? I just I I heard you and Brad talking about that, and 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 y'all are so right. And I just I'm sorry, man. I can't get into Pat McAfee. I I I I get I guess why people it, like him, but he's just not it my feels cup of tea. like. It feels like he's trying to he's trying to do he was he was one of those kids that grew up on Howard Stern. He's trying to kind of recreate the Howard Stern show, sort of. For sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that's what it feels like to me. And I was never a big Howard Stern guy. I like the guys that influenced Howard Stern. And I think there were other people who did it kind of better than him. But I don't Who do you it, think did it better? Who 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 some of the people or, or somebody say, you think I, you I liked Opie and Anthony for a while. I thought Opie okay. and Anthony were better than 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 him for for a number, especially after a number of years in which he started trying to become the things that he supposedly hated and trying to become a celebrity and hang out with all the celebrities instead of trashing them. Yeah, yeah. I I liked Opie and Anthony back during the day, to be honest with you. And I listened to the clips all the time. And being a guy who did did some voices and stuff, not as well as Anthony, I really enjoyed. You know, again before Anthony lost his mind. Well. That's too bad. And the problem, and the problem is, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has this gi- gigantic hard on against the universe and is trying to replay shit that happened three years ago. <laughs> yeah, and he's being enabled now by the New York Jets. That that's what started this entire thing. Yeah. Um, having said that, that guy that that Pat McAfee called out on the show, that Norby, whatever his name is, everybody seems to hate that guy. <laughs> everybody there's like nobody nobody seems to like that guy but it's i don't see how it's helpful it's not helpful at all to have a guy that's in the same company as you is like a much bigger star than you calling that guy a pedophile on your show and then your solution after they call you and go hey pat first of all not cool to call people pedophiles and second like guys that work in the same company as you really avoid doing that and pat's thing was hey I regret my part in that, but uh, I just think Aaron was talking shit. <laughs> oh, okay. The classic, All right, that's cool. The classic talking Hey, Your Honor, I'm going to have to use the talking shit defense. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. That never, ever works. Cool. It's guilty. Eventually... Uh, you know, Pat McAfee ends up divorcing, I think, ESPN, but it doesn't hurt him because I think they're just leasing the programming anyway. Well, I mean, just like you and Brad were talking about, he's what's he got to lose, man? He, he's, he had a whole platform before ESPN even came along. He, he did, and he'll have it after they're gone. That, and he'll have what, it after they're, yes. As, yeah, as yes. Levitard likes to point out, Stephen A. Smith is essentially right now disengaging from ESPN and telling people he's going to and building the thing that's next. That's what he's doing every single day, and he's using their resources to do it. And there ain't a which damn is, thing they can do about funny. it. I know. There's, it there's not I know. It's like much they can really do about it. Like, we're going to ride him as much as we can. I mean, we'll try to throw more money at him, but we've thrown a lot. <laughs> That's well, kind of all they can do. But Pat McAfee is a wrestling guy. You know, he's always very entertaining, always did very well. Well, he's entertaining, and, and he, he, you know, he knows his stuff. I'm not going to say he doesn't. I just. I don't know anybody. He's just a little too over the top for me. Um, yeah, it's, it feels like a poor imitation of the Howard Stern show. And if, yeah. for those of you that are radio geeks, the Howard Stern show was always to me, a poor imitation of the old Stephen Gary show, Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer back in Chicago. That was, that was who Howard Stern was ripping off. Basically. Um, I'm not really familiar with them. 
you can go back and listen to the stuff and you'll be like, oh yeah, I see where they get all that stuff. I see mm. where that's, yeah, I, I get it now. And to, to an extent, Opie and Anthony were, and to an extent, Don and Mike were, they were all ripping off kind of Stephen Gary. And that's, and some of them would admit that and some of them will not, but that's fine. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Um, Kevin Dunn, no longer a member of the WWE family. Are you surprised? Did that shock you? Slightly a little. I mean, I know the guy was getting kind of long in the tooth. Sorry, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> was it getting long in both teeth? <laughs> he was. Um, <laughs> they were saying like, well, he was a Vince McMahon guy and uh, they felt disrespect. I mean, it, it's a different world now, dude. Well, see, that's I'm, what came to my mind that since Vince is gone, there's really, he's just kind of, you know, swinging in the wind right now. If uncle Vince was your boy and you can't adapt and you think that people should still kiss your ass like they did, you know, five or 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, ain't gonna happen. No, and, no. And they do have a lot of people in that company that have, I mean, when they merge, they have a lot of people doing the same job. So, okay, I'm going to take this guy and you got to go. Cause we already have our guy. I mean, that, that happens in every company when they merge. Yeah. If this Warner Brothers Discovery Paramount thing happens the way I think it, they're going to have a lot of people who are like, well, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. We have this department. All y'all got to go. That's the kind well, of something that tells happens. me Kevin Dunn's not hurting. So I, I'm not, I don't feel too sorry. Well, I'm sure he was, you know, I'm sure he had plenty of stock and all that shit. No, he's fine. And it was all vested. That was the other thing. You know, if Russo would have just stuck around for a few more years, he could have gotten some of that stock and he wouldn't have to. Buy shitty websites for twelve thousand dollars. Breaking open piggy banks to buy ten thousand dollar websites that really don't aren't worth ten thousand dollars. You know, unfortunately for a lot of people who are cynical like we are, the the Kevin Dunn legacy is going to be those stupid ass jump cuts over the past five or ten years. Well, that's what sticks out. I'm sorry. Well, but it's that's... not really fair because all of the stuff that made the show look really good back in the nineties when they were tonning the money and shit like that. That was him too. I mean, well, you have to, you have to. He be, should have stuck with that. <laughs> the, the stupid ass jump cuts were less were just fucking ridiculous. It was like the old Batman TV show where they put stuff on a slant and shit like that. Yeah. Zock, Biff, Pow. That was so sixties, man. That was. It was. See, that was. But I mean, it's like you got to. What's that stuff you take like right before you go get on a plane or or? Oh, Dramamine. On, yeah, you got to take Dramamine before you watch any of those raws back in the day, man. <laughs> Put those fucking patches behind your ears and shit. <laughs> yes. It got. I think it got to a while. He was being so critical. He just did it on purpose after a while, just to be ridiculous about it. Some guy to throw a punch. They just go to another camera. Another check. Bam, bam. Take four. Take three. Take one. Take four. Take three. You know, it was just that shit over and over and over again. You know, those camera guys after three hours when they got through, they're probably just like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. hang on a second. The show's over. I gotta go. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Some people think my my vomiting sounds extremely realistic. It did. Should heard it on. Should have heard it on a thousand, hundred thousand watt radio station, motherfucker. That thing sounded. It was an ear ringer. <laughs> so yeah, we, Kevin Dunn. We, uh, I don't think we're gonna miss you. I think we'll no, be fine. Sorry, I mean, don't mean to sound heartless, but. Mm -mm. Do you have any hopes now that Triple H is in charge of the, the Hall of Fame that maybe the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette might go in? 
Mm, hadn't really thought about it, but it's entered my thoughts a, now. I, well, now that you mention it, it it's uh, I think there's a, a a much better chance than before for sure. It's a, it's one of the most glaring omissions in all of wrestling of people that are not in that Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous, is what it I is. I mean, to me, that's like in terms of the greatest tag teams of all time. And you can talk about the Kangaroos, the Kentuckians, and this, that, and the third, you know, Jay Youngblood and Ricky Steamboat, whatever. But the Rock and Roll Express are in. And to me, you can't have the Rock and Roll Express in without having also the Midnight Express in. I, I don't get it, man. I don't. You can't, you can't do it. I, I just don't see how you can do that. I. It's got to happen, man. It's just got to happen. I mean, they can dilly-dally all they want and make all the excuses they want, but it's 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 a glaring omission to me to me this is a, another way that triple h can really put his stamp on the company not that he necessarily needs to do this but it's like if you see those guys being inducted you know oh there definitely is a new sheriff in town oh yeah this oh, is not sure. the vince mcmahon company anymore if you see those guys and you know it would it, for them to be in philadelphia because i think they did very well in philadelphia i think the express was was cheered in philadelphia because they always would cheer for the heels the, yeah for the heels i it occurs to me that that might be something that happens this year now i don't know yeah. again how far it's being taken i don't know how far it will be taken um i would also say since they're in philadelphia wouldn't be a horrible idea to put paul Heyman in the wwe hall of fame this year just Go ahead and do it before. Wouldn't be the worst idea. I don't think. I mean, I, especially with the weight that he's carrying around, he could die at any moment. Well, okay. Let's go ahead and put him in. Let's go ahead and put him in again while he's still drawing air. <laughs> well, he's still vertical. Yes. If you don't mind any closing thoughts on another award-winning episode of Katie Vick is alive, alive now in it's nine and a half year. Uh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Uh, so what do you think the chances are we go 10 more years? I don't know. I'm feeling okay. I went to the doctor today and uh, everything yeah. seems to be checked out. So, you know. right. Cool. They checked well, my I haven't been to the doctor anytime recently, but I, um, yeah, get your I blood work. Okay. Done. I feel, I, feel <laughs> right. I had my prostate checked. Yeah. Uh, how was that? How'd that go? It really wasn't that bad. I'm going to start doing more butt stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, uh, can, I don't know if I want to say this, but I guess I will. Can you expound, please? She goes, uh, I was, I mean, I didn't know, and I hadn't seen this doctor before, so it was a complete stranger sticking her finger up my butt, but her, yeah, her. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I believe, I believe in equality. I believe in love. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was a weird choice to put after the loving on while it was happening, but okay. Whatever gets you in the mood. Um, well, <laughs> she goes, can't go I can wrong with Eaglebert, man. She goes, here's what can happen. I can check your prostate today, or we can just look at the PSA numbers when you get your blood taken. I went, eh. I'm here. I had it checked many years ago when I was like in my twenties or something, just to make sure it was in the right spot. And she, what are you checking for? And she goes, well, to make sure it's the right size and it's not got any nodules and stuff on. I went, well, I do have a family history. I'm here today. I just took a shower. Uh, so I'm never going to be, I've never been cleaner. Let's go ahead. Giddy up. <laughs> giddy up motherfucker and they don't make she didn't make me i didn't bend over really yeah would you lay i'm your, okay with lay your stomach you lay on your side and you pull your knees up toward your your chest and then she goes in with the goop she's got the goop the goop and she goes 
oh, some pressure. And I go, I, I guess I need to relax. She goes, well, you know, as best you can. <laughs> as best as you can. Can I, can I have another Jack and Coke? That certainly would help. But it was fine. Uh, everything every, it was fine. And she said it was good. And, and it was, and the whole process lasted how long? Oh, I was like 10 seconds. She said it, it tasted fine. So I don't really, well, I mean, I think, I think I'm good for well, that's all that matters. Another 10 years or so. <laughs> that's what I've heard. You know, as long as everything tastes fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. The taste was spot on. Uh, and she goes, you, did you do the colonoscopy? I went, well, it was in the middle of COVID and they said, you're going to have to stay at home for five days, not go to the store. Don't pass, go collect $200, all that shit. And I said, I can't do that. I got to go to work and shit like that. They said, well, okay, you can poop in a box. You've seen the commercials where you poop in a box? Yes. yes. What's it called? Colaguard. Uh, Colaguard, yes. They send you the thing. You poop in a box. You send it to them. And then they uh, post it on Facebook. No, that's not what happened. They uh, they also taste it. Ah, and well. No, they, no, and it, that turned out fine. And she said, oh, okay, you're good for a couple more years. You're good for a couple more. So that's good. So how was the the box pooping? How how did that go? Dehumanizing, is it? <laughs> no, it's no, it's were fine. You, were you were you surrounded by by family and friends? Everybody <laughs> hold my hand. No, it's, <laughs> it's it's fine and it's simple. And you put it on the um, porch, and they come and get it. And they a couple of days later, they go, "You're good," or "You're gonna die." And I was, I was on the so, the, the first one. So do does like. UPS come pick yeah. it up. Yeah. Ooh. United Poop Service. That's yes. who, that's who takes it. <laughs> under the poop under the poop shoot, UPS. I, 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 <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, if I was an ups guy and I walked up and I saw one of those boxes, I'd be like, God damn. I think there's there's special oh, precautions. No. I think they got like the gloves and they kind of, you know, like right. a hazmat suit. Here we go. We're gonna put this in a special part of our, you know. It's fine. Mm. There's there's a solution, and then there's a thing where you take a swab and then you put that in a, a tube. And that's separate. And then there's a solution and there's a little dookie in there with that. I'm using technical terms. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm trying to keep up, man. Slow down. <laughs> I know. My medical school training is really coming through here. Me and Shane Douglas, we went to the University of St. Tropez or whatever it was. <laughs> there's a little, there's a little dookie in there with a the solution. And then you kind of seal it up real nice. And, you, you know, it's all good. And then you send it off. To Delaware. See, here's the thing. Some, I, somebody yeah. like you, I tr I would trust completely in, in packaging it up correctly. Yeah. It's it's the people that 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 are, you know, I don't know, how should I say, are a few spoons short of yeah. a yeah. full drawer, you know? <laughs> not everybody. Uh, and not everybody's I, as bright I, as I am. I would that's the that's the, as a UPS driver, that's the people I would be scared of. <laughs> Those are the packages I'd worry oh, about. Oh God, what happened here? Oh, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm God little, bless you, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad little, you're fine. I'm glad everything's well, good. Well, you need to do this. You need to poop in a box too. Just why? Because you did? No, because you're, you're the age that you are dumbass, and you can have polyps up in there. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. Well, listen, I, well, yeah. I'm trying to start not, a club. It's kind of, it's great. The box pooping club. Yeah. We're going to meet like at seven o'clock on Saturday night. We're going to bring our boxes. Come along. No, can I, I be, I, can I be keeper of the flame? I would, I would like for you not to die anytime soon, if that's okay. 
Well, okay, man. I'm sorry. I should. I should. Go to your doctor and then they say they'll order it up for you. They'll deliver the box and you shit in it. Do 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 the adult thing and shit in a box. Do I have to? Yes, you do. Can I just use aluminum foil? No, it's got to be the box, and there's got to uh, be a solution. And then, then Brad Pitt goes, "What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box?" UPS driver's like, "You don't want to know, Brad. You don't want to know. <laughs> What's in the box?" Uh, Bright is available for your uh, social oh. media pleasure. Still hanging in there on the X, huh? 2024, right? God, yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Day it's now. almost gone. Honestly, man, I'm really hardly ever on there anymore. I, I, it, if 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 somebody sends me like a like our, our buddy Colton, he'll, yeah. he'll he'll sometimes he'll send me a message like a direct message through X. Yeah. That's the only time I will ever go on there if I see I've got a message from that. And then I might nine times out of ten I don't scroll, but once in a while, once when I, if I go check a message, I'm like, let's see what's going on. But I don't stay on long, so. From what I've seen, they've ruined it. I mean, he's fucking Elon's fucking ruined that shit. It's so it's not even the same. It's it, 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 the process is the same, and you know the whole posting stuff, but just the the atmosphere and everything is just totally, totally changed. Anyway, it's uh, anyway. at Price Sports on Twitter and on Instagram and on Threads, which he's getting more active on. And like I said, trying. We're having meaningless troll fights on Threads now, so I think it's really coming along nicely. Yes. I am at Real Brit Whitmire on Threads and on IG, and uh, we appreciate all of your support. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week, and until then, so long for now.